2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help,
3: call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to tirerackcom sports. Tirerack.com. Sway tire buying should be. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from sunny, beautiful Costa Mesa, California. Which, um, look, well, if you're not from Southern California, Los Angeles in the middle, just south of Los Angeles in terms of the county line is Orange County. And if you're coming down the 405. Coming down the four hundred five. When you get into you get right past Huntington Beach, uh, you'll see signs for Costa Mesa. There's a big mall, South Coast Plaza. Back when malls were big, that was the biggest one around here. You get off on the Fairview exit and you head south. And on the left, on the right, you'll see Orange Coast College, OCC, big junior college. And on the left, you'll see Jack. Is it Jack Hannon? Is that what it is? Jack. I'm, I'm going to say Hannon Field. I just know this is like the fields is where what everybody calls it. Um, it's really a city park that they put in new turf when the Chargers moved here and they keep it really, really nicely. And uh, Matt Leinert, of course, a teammate of ours at um, uh, at, at Fox and Fox Sports Radio, um, Jack ha- Hammett Fields, that's right, Jack Hammett Fields. Um, Matt Leinert has his own flag football league, which is all throughout Southern California. They play locally here. So it's kind of a complex for. Uh, right next to high school, right next to a junior college where the L.A. Chargers practice. And Joey Bosa is going to join us, I think, in like 10 minutes. And then Derwin James in like 20 minutes. So we'll do all defensive side of the ball. Two super talented players. Look, I I came to Chargers practice like mm, two weeks ago. And it was a Saturday, and I was walking around, and, and they're really nice Um not because, not just because I know them, but they're generally very, very nice people. You go to these NFL camps, and it's so fan friendly. If you're anywhere close to any of these, you should stop by. Like they're all free. You get a chance to see how, you know, how the what is it? How the sausage is made a little bit, right? And here's the the little trick you should do is, without trying to get the the player ID sheet, try and pick out if you can like, who the guys who just jump off the field in terms of their athleticism, their look is. I guarantee if you come to Chargers practice, like, they have a lot of really good players. It's a very, if you've drafted as, as highly as they've drafted most years, and frankly drafted as well as they drafted most years, you're going to have a, you're going to compile a good roster of players. But Bosa and Derwin James and Kenneth Murray's, they're um, starting, what is he, middle linebacker, right? Mike Linebacker, who's in his second year out of Oklahoma. When you're watching them play and they could just be in like shells you don't need to know who joey Bose is to go like well that guy looks bigger and stronger and faster than everybody else <laughs> right? and and derwin james is much the same way like here he is playing safety but he runs and moves like a cornerback of course he hits like a safety and sometimes like a linebacker in terms of his run stopping he's everywhere in the field but he just he looks a little rangier, bigger longer stronger faster Justin Herbert must the same way both of them will join us upcoming um I want to say this about the Russell Wilson thing so here's the way kind of the here's the way it works in Seattle Seattle in the offseason had this Russell Wilson I don't want to be traded but boy I'd really like to have more of a say and well here's a couple teams I might want to play for if you're going to trade me there's no way they're trading for him because he's under contract Uh, and as I told you then like if if you came to, and this is a little bit the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can say it's not about money, but if you listen to his speech, he said that they didn't offer him a contract extension until after the draft. Before then, they just offered him more money up front. And then he's like, well, it's not about money. Well, yeah, it is. It's about how many years you want to be paid. And and maybe to Aaron Rodgers, it's not about the final dollar amount. That would be fair. That'd be a better way of expressing it. But the point is it always seemingly is about money because if you have guaranteed money on the books and you're in rogers you're going to be the starting quarterback but it still is about money russell wilson was unhappy with whether it's his role or um or, or his offensive line you know however you want to term it russell wilson was reportedly unhappy nothing changed other than he wanted some sort of seat at the table He is at the end of a four-year, $140 million contract. Why does Russell Wilson want to suddenly help? Because now he's offered to say, oh, you want to negotiate Jamal Adams? You want to negotiate Dwayne Brown? Hey, I'll help you. I'll take some of my money. Remember, his cap hit this year is $32 million. His dead cap hit is $58 million. There's no way they're getting rid of him if they were to cut him at the end of this year. It would be $26 million in dead cap money. It'd be a three year, $107 million contract. Now, if he stays, he's going to make $24 and $27 million the next two years. And you're like, wow, that doesn't seem like very much. Well, you have to factor in that over the past two seasons, calculate this past two seasons, he's made $35 and $53 million. He got $88 million essentially up front for his first two years of work. That's an average of $44 million. So what happens with these contracts are they're front-loaded and then back-loaded. The front-loaded is all the guaranteed money. You get it all up front. Okay? You don't spend it. You put it in escrow. He's making money off of his money. And then the middle part, it's like, well, he's only making $19 million this year. Well, yeah, that's because he got all that other money up front the last two years. It's, it's just a way of, of, of financing it, one, for the team, Two, because he wanted his cash up front, especially in a position like quarterback and the way he plays. But three, it's so that this nonsense can, can be spread. Oh, well, you know, they're only paying Russell Wilson 19. Million. Yeah, well, then they overpaid him the two previous years. And it all does end up kind of even out in the wash. Do you guys know what the word altruism means? Altruism yeah, go ahead, look it up. i'll I'll help you out. okay, So the meaning of altruism is the belief or practice of disinterest or selfless concern of well-being of others. Russell Wilson is not altruistic. He is not thinking, you know, dwayne brown, thirty six years old, it's a holdin. And by the way, NFL teams will tell you hold-ins are way worse than holdouts because then they're there every day. They got to answer questions every day. You got to answer questions every day. They come to practice. They won't participate. They're just, ugh. ugh. But Dwayne Brown's a hold in. Jamal Adams is a hold in. So you got two guys, offensive, defensive side of the ball. And they're just, it's just kind of a Debbie down. They both want more money, not happy with the, but they're both under contract and be well compensated. They just want to be secured in their future. So Russell Wilson comes in and goes, I'll be the altruistic superstar. I'll re- I'll I'll rearrange my contract for you. Notice there was no talk of Russell Wilson saying, like, hey, I'll take less money. Hey, here's what we'll do: extend me for like five years. Pay me like 10 million. I already got, you know, 80 million the last two years. Like, I'm good. No, 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 no. That would be altruistic. Okay? This is fake altruism. Is there an expression for fake altruism? I'm not sure. There's probably a word out there for it. What this is, is it's Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson. He's really smart. Really smart. Uh, but maybe a little bit too smart for his own good. Maybe a, li- maybe a little bit of a guy who thinks he can manipulate the world, control the narrative, and and tell people, I'm just trying to help the Seahawks put dudes around us. He wanted to help the Seahawks put dudes around us he would agree to a long-term contract extension at far less money. By the way, that's what Tom Brady would do. Would Tom Brady get a little bit more money up front every year? Yes. And then his cap number would be lowered, and they'd keep spreading it out. But, but the Russell Wilson thing is fake altruism. That, that's, that's what it is. It's, it, it's actually kind of brilliant in that, you know, people love Russell Wilson, the player. They're a little bit mixed on him in terms of kind of all this. I feel uh it wasn't invincible. What was his thing last year? His uh uh you know, he he it just feels kind of hokey, a little bit fake. It doesn't feel like who he really is. He's he's uh I'm unlimited. I'm unlimited. Everything feels like a sale. It feels it it, it feels a little hokey to me. It feels a little planned to me, it feels a little inorganic to me. Like the juxtaposition of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers literally gives zero Fs what anybody thinks of him and just says what he thinks, how he thinks it. And then you have Russell Wilson who overthinks how people judge him. I mean, look, if Russell Wilson just go like, look, man, I think I'm going to deserve more money than is on the books next year. I'm going to stay here. Let's rework this thing and pay me a little bit more up front. We'll kick it down, you know, kick that tax bill down the road a little bit, and I'm all in. That's not what he said. He said, I'll restructure, which is Russell Wilson's way of saying, like, hey, listen, if it helps you out to give me $40 million this year and hurt you in the tax bill in future years, I'm all for it. I believe that's fake altruism all right we're going to visit with joey bosa and derwin james upcoming next Bosa had a concussion last year kept him out a couple games derwin james obviously the foot injury both super super talented players what's their read on this team how do they stay healthy and what's it like to have fans back actually cheering for them as opposed to being you know inside the, the the quasi bubble last year derwin james and and joey bosa coming up next but first getting the care you need to stay healthy It shouldn't be hard or expensive. And uh, if you're like me and you're dealing with medications, you're not used to it, or you have an aging parent, or you yourself have gone through medications, you should check out GoodRx. GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. That's 80%. It's free. It's easy to use. GoodRx is often cheaper than using your insurance copay or Medicare. It's really simple. And... They're in 70,000 pharmacies, and we're not talking like out-of-the-way mom-and-poppers poppers you got to search for. They're in those, too, but it's CVS, Kroger, Walgreens, Rite-Ed, Vons, Walmart, and more. GoodRx is the number one most downloaded medical app, and millions of Americans use GoodRx for affordable health care every month. Start saving up to 80% of your prescriptions today. Go to GoodRx.com Doug. That's GoodRx.com slash Doug. GoodRx.com slash GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. And in 2020, GoodRx users received an average savings of over
1: 70% off retail prices. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge.
3: They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TyRat.com/sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TyRat.com/sports. TireRack.com,
1: the way tire buying should be.
3: Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's start with Joey Bosa. Derwin's over there talking with his boys. Let's start with uh, Joey Bosa. Joey, sit down. There you go. Great great being here with you. But obviously, um, the fans have left for the day. But you got a little taste of it Sunday with the inter-squad scrimmage. Obviously, the preseason game. Um, and, and your practices have been pretty well attended. What's it like to being back playing in, in front of some sort of fans?
6: It's nice. Um, last year, got pretty tough to to find that motivation in a silent crowd, a silent stadium, and uh, having that beautiful new stadium completely empty was kind of boring after a while. I liked it for a few games, kind of relaxing, get to focus on the game, focus on myself, but after those few games, it got boring. Well, it's, I mean, you do
3: like a sack, and you do a sack dance, yeah. and usually that's to bring Ooh. people up, right? And then you're like, "Wait, it's there's like nobody here." Fake yes.
6: crowd noise.
3: <laughs> it, it's it, it's got to be like an actor with a movie where you crack a funny line, and then nobody laughs. You're like, "Wait, was that funny, or was exactly. that not funny?" Exactly. Um, okay. W- what about the the change in coaching staff, which brings a change in defensive philosophy? It's it's early on, but mm-hmm. w- what are your thoughts on how you fit? With what brandon staley wants to do
6: yeah it's been great he's been very clear with what he wants me uh how he sees me impacting the team and and how i fit into this defense um i think he's doing a great job he's a really smart guy offensive and defensive side of the ball he's very knowledgeable um i think all the guys have bought into what what he's teaching what he's selling or he's not not selling but what he brings um and yeah I, i'm enjoying it it's a different challenge for me going into year six learn some new things about a defense and having to drop, have a little more responsibilities, get to stand up here and there. So it's been fun. I've been enjoying it. Do you do, you, you
3: you like standing up and getting into coverage? Because, I mean, like, your job has primarily been go kill the quarterback, yeah, you know, or I'd, go kill the running back. Yeah, I'd prefer that, definitely. Okay, but, so uh, do you, when he joins us later, do you
6: want us to talk to him, like, listen, Joey just wants to kill the quarterback? Uh, yeah, it's, I think he un- he understands that already, <laughs> but... um. Yeah, it's all it's all part of the defense. I have to play my role. And, and if dropping into coverage four or five times a game makes a, us a better team, then I'm definitely willing to do it. And maybe I can catch a pick. That'll be fun to a, a little different to, to a to a layman
3: out there who says, like, all right, to get Derwin James back, like he's a versatile guy. But I've I read your comments. I've talked to guys in the front office. They've all talked about how important you and he are. Uh, to this defense what does having derwin back mean for what you guys do
6: yeah we've missed him a lot two years in a row um i mean he's one of the best players on the team one of the best players at his position in the entire league in my opinion and uh, just his energy his, his morale when he when he's out here um is is unmatched and also, his skill and ability is unmatched, so he's just a total freak out there. I love watching him fly around, hit people every day. He never takes a day off, so he's a, he's a huge part of this team, and we've missed him a lot.
3: You're pretty good at giving your honest opinion, so I need your honest opinion. When you first knew that Justin was going to be your future quarterback— what were your thoughts, right? Because there, there, not everybody was sold on him draft yeah. time. What were your thoughts before you met him and interacted with
6: him? Yeah, I, I answered this yesterday, and I was, I honestly had no idea. Um, didn't watch a second of his film. Uh, didn't know anything about him, but he, he had the physical attributes and. I mean, everybody would ask me, "What do you think of Herbert? What do you think of Herbert?" I'm like, "I don't know. Maybe he'll be amazing." And that was my answer. And it turns out he's pretty amazing. So I, I guessed right. Usually, I'm usually I'm pretty off on these things, but uh, he's a he's tr- a great player, and I, I really loved watching him last year. He, he amazed me many times last year.
3: You guys have like a couple of just freaks, right? Yeah. Like you. I mean, like look, um, you got several parts of, of offense that are freaks, but Justin is a guy that just jumps out. I, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been coming here. This is our fourth year, and I've been a Charger fan forever. And, like, look, Phillip does did some things just creatively with his mind, but the, the throws that this guy makes mm-hmm. – yeah. Um, does it do? You, does it raise the level? Do you guys? Wh- what is it like to have a guy who has that sort of arm weaponry to go against on a daily basis?
6: Yeah, it's just great to to be able to trust your guy at the quarterback position. I mean, Phil was amazing, but you get him running, it's a, a, a little tough day for him. But <laughs> I mean he's a Hall of Famer. He was unbelievable. But watching Herbie run around and uh, the way he could make plays with his feet, he burnt me today on his own read. Um, yeah, he's he's amazing. The the throws he was he was throwing the ball a little too hard at the beginning of last year, but it, he's got his touchdown. And I mean, you see him rolling out, making these back foot throws across his body. They're they're unbelievable. What about for you
3: personally? I mean, like, look, seven and a half sacks last year. Of course, it was shortened by the concussion. Um, you you've had in like a a nick of something that has kept you out a game or two here or there you've got the contract you have the respect how motivated are you for you though to have one of those signature years right Mm to one of those like where statistically you get the respect that equals out to how people talk about you as a player
6: um i think i've i've done that i mean i think of the years when i'm out there playing I, i think i've performed up to my standards, obviously, I think I can get better every single year. Um, I'm going to just keep doing me. I don't really care what other people think about me. I really don't listen to it. Um, the hardest critic on myself is me there's every no, time. Uh, here's there's the thing, though. Nobody there's nobody else. who's critical of you. Yeah, like, so. There's nobody
3: who goes like, well, Joey yeah. Bosa stinks. Everybody thinks yeah. Joey
6: Bosa's awesome. Yeah,
3: it, It's just it has to two years ago it came together but it hasn't always
6: come together for you guys there's always an injury here or something there well as a team of course yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm worried about i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna do my thing I, i like how i'm feeling right now and uh, I think if I just focus every day to try to be my best, I'm going to help this team as, as much as I can. But as a team, obviously, at this point, there's only one goal, and that's to get to a Super Bowl. It's going into year six. Uh, we made it to the playoffs one time for, for a quick little cup of tea and uh that definitely didn't satisfy but yeah i think we have the pieces every year i mean we say this every year i do i do but this year it feels different with the staff with the, everybody uh herbie coming into year two having derwin back obviously i think all the uh tom's done an amazing job bringing players in so i mean i don't want to jinx anything or, or give us bad luck or whatever but i i think I mean, the sky's the limit Uh, in a corny way. No,
3: no, no. I don't don't think it's corny at all. I mean, I think a lot of people understand that. Um, Okay, so now you have the preseason games, but really the, the scrimmages, by what everybody tells us, is kind of where it's at. For you, your brother coming off a knee, you had a concussion, everything's focused on the season. How do you manage that in that you're a guy that when the ball is snapped, you always go all out, but the goal is not to dominate a scrimmage. The, double, mm-hmm. the goal is to dominate 17 games plus the playoffs. Yeah. How do you manage your workload and trying to protect yourself to get ready for the season?
6: Yeah, I think Coach Staley has done a really good job talking about that, and he, he's making sure he's doing that for us. Um, practices have been quick and concise. Um, I think we've we've done a really good job avoiding injuries so far, and uh, he, he makes it very clear that we, he needs me for those 17 games when, when the season starts. But um, it's going to be a great challenge. Obviously, good seeing Nick and uh, going against Trent. Obviously, one of the best in the league is is going to be a great challenge. But uh, yeah, there's always there's always managing because I can get over there and start working some some pass rush by myself when I get over, carried away. And by the time I'm done with it, it's 15 minutes later and I'm so sore I can hardly even move. So I definitely have to I have to pace myself. Think about this. Like there's that video of you
3: asking I think it's in your first year you're asking Justin Houston after you guys played the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. you guys are talking you know defensive end talk right after oh, yeah. the game Tomba, on the Tom oh, yeah. right now you're the now you're the vet mm-hmm. now you're the guy
6: yeah like, that, that clip actually was just Chris being my blocking dummy I wasn't teaching him anything <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was laughing about I was like Chris come here I need to work this move. So but, he was but, just there. But it is interesting, though, right? Like
3: you go from the you go from the yeah. young guy who's asking questions to now the guy who everyone's asking questions mm-hmm. of you. What's that switch for you like?
6: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting. Last year, some some young kids came. I mean, kids. I'm probably two or three years older than them. But uh, yeah, I mean, any time they come <laughs> up and ask me, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it's it's amazing that it's already going into year six. I feel like it. It's felt like a long time, but at the same time, it's came here in the blink of an eye. And um, yeah, it's amazing to to see that. Oh man, I watch your film. Oh, what are you what are you doing here? I'm like, really? You're watching my film? That's yes. crazy. But um, I guess it's something I don't really think about that much. But uh, it's when I do when it happens, I feel I, I feel humbled and uh, feel honored that that these uh, kids. Are, are watching me play all right the cleats are those the jordans or the air dunks i think those are yeah these are the jordan
3: ones yeah those are dope they made mm-hmm. those obviously now into in the, in the cleats it's crazy like those are <laughs> Your dad was probably rocking those playing back in the playing yeah. playing hoop in the off season
6: back in yeah, the day. Yeah, I don't know about that. He wasn't the most swaggy guy. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody. Probably Birkenstocks. You think he was doing Birkenstocks yeah. with socks or without? Did you see? Uh, no ro- socks. It you can't, you can't go socks, no
3: socks. with, the, with no. Birkenstocks. No. Rogers went off on a. He didn't go off. He was messing with a reporter who was rocking some socks and uh, bad look. Yeah, bad, yeah. bad, 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 bad,
6: bad look. How are they going to form to your feet if you're wearing socks? I'm not really hmm. sure. Plus, it Duh. just.
3: I mean, I got, I got some ugly toes. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. Like, they, they probably should be covered up. but n- Do they smell? No. It's, it's just the toenail thing. You know, okay. I got the toenail fungus yeah, deal you, going, right? You need right? to go
6: get yourself a pedicure after this. I do. This. I need to go get it. Don't I need, be ashamed. I, I need to go. I get to, with my mom all the time. It's a great time. You do? Yeah. For I, everybody out there.
3: You go with that. That's your mom. that's your, your mo- feet, that's your mo- feet in order. That's your, that's your mom date? You guys go yeah. get a mani-pedi? Uh,
6: no manny. No mani. No mani. No my fingers are chewed off.
3: Listen, Joe, we wish you health. Most importantly, right? And then success yes. will follow. We love watching you play, and thanks so much for joining thanks us thanks on Fox Sports Radio. Me. Woo! All right, a so Joey Bosa who walks back over. Derwin James is going to join us in a second. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. Wait to hear what Colin Cowherd had to say about uh, Bill Belichick, Cam Newton, and how it relates, how it interestingly relates to Tom Brady. All right, uh, ways to connect things to Tom Brady. I'm interested in. Let Let's stick here. Chargers. We're live at LA Chargers training camp. Derwin James. I remember when you were drafted, Tom Telesco, I, I, I texted him. I was like, you, you got your guy. And he said, I think we got the best defensive player in the in, in football. In football.
7: Um, why why aren't you in bubble wrap right now? No, nah, I got to get ready for football, man. I'm, I'm going to still play the game. Still play the game. I know how I know to play. So, you know, we've been smart, but. At the same time, we're getting better at the, at the same time.
3: I also, I just saw you holding court, educating your fellow defensive backs. What were you What were you, what were you guys talking about? Oh, after? that
7: was the running backs over there. I just was telling them, you know, when they coming through the hole, keep their pads down, you know, make sure they're tucking the ball. All the little stuff that's going to help them. You know, I'm the safety. I'm the guy that's trying to get the ball out. I'm the guy that's trying to give them contest. So I was just telling my running backs, man, just be aware of your pad level. And, and, you know just run the ball. so you're the old head now you're giving out you're giving out old- head advice <laughs> nah, not really old head advice just just advice to help guys man i want i want to see everybody do good what is it like to
3: to 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 last two years to be mired with, the, with these injuries knowing how much talent you have in you how knowing how the defense is kind of built around what you do
7: uh it's frustrating man but you know i, I learned a lot through it man i know that's a cliche i you know a lot of people like to say that but truly man i feel like I, I became a better person and a better player you know from being away from the game and just Taking a few steps back and just looking from the outside in, and you know, learning to appreciate it a little more. So you know, I'm back out here, back moving around, good. And um, man, I'm just ready to get the injuries behind me.
3: All right. So Brandon comes over from the Rams, and it felt like, like I'm, I'm sure it's way more intricate than we would we would kind of describe as like a radio host, right? But it felt like Aaron Donald would blow up an offensive line, and then Jalen Ramsey would take away whoever the best weapon was, and they'd make you play left-handed. You guys have Joey. You guys have a really good young linebacking core, and then they got you in the back end as well as others. Is that kind of the plan? Like, put you wherever, put you on whoever the best player
7: is, and then let Joey blow up the offensive line. Oh yes, sir. You know, I want that. I want that uh, competition every week. I I, I tell Coach all the time, I want the best guy, whoever the guy is. I want to take him away, so everybody else play free. And um, like I said, vice versa. We got a lot of pieces, man. Chris Harris, a guy that can take away number one receivers too. Asante's coming along. You know, we got a lot of guys. Michael Davis. So we're gonna we're gonna have a great team, man
3: yeah it 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 feels like there's a ton of hope what's it been like what's 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 the what's the difference to you with coach Daly coming taking over what 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 have you noticed is different with the team
7: uh i just say uh we're more versatile not to say that our scheme was bad or anything that we played in you know because i had a lot of success in the old scheme but you know I, i feel like we're more versatile guys are moving around more and you know they they don't know what we're in the offense literally don't know what we're in every play and um we're just getting better from it. We're feeding off it. Everybody's moving around. We're running to the ball, communicating, and we're just getting better every day. You know, guys
3: from the south, they look at guys from the West Coast, especially <laughs> quarterbacks with long hair, and they're like, "Come on, man, right?" Yeah. So I'd I'd have to think when you first saw Justin Herbert, you're like, "Man, Oregon, dink dunk, kind of soft." <laughs> then then you then you see him then you see him spin it.
7: Man, uh, man. What, what's that like for you
3: to go against on a
7: daily basis? Man, I, I think he completed a ball on me on the sideline. It was a corner out, man. It's just like the ball. If you're not there, you're, you're not making the play, man. He's, he's just different, different mechanics, man. It's just his mind is so different. His body's different. He's a bigger guy. He can see and um, like I said, man, that ball's coming out like a rocket, so if you're not there, you're not making the play.
3: You're an incredibly cerebral player, right? From the moment you've gotten here, people talk about, man, he just understands football, understands how to make plays, but now there's a totally new system, right? Yeah. Um, what's that adjustment like for you in terms of knowing where you're supposed to be and then allowing yourself to just play within it?
7: Uh, Man, it's, it's not like he's overcrowding us. You know, we're moving around, but it's, it's controlled. Everything is learnable. Everything is like, you know, it, it's, it's not too hard for us, and um he keeping it simple he letting our instance play. So we, we still able to I'm still able to go out there and be Derwin James at the end of the day, no matter where he moving me around, because he's he's making my job known what I gotta do and um it's on me to go out there and execute it.
3: You you played in a lot of incredible places obviously, and I know it was just a scrimmage the other day, but there are people in the stands. Yeah. Um for somebody who hasn't been inside SoFi, you're you've been on that field and now there's people screaming for you.
7: Yeah. That's what's different. that joint like man that's different that was my first time actually because everybody know i had the injuries the last two years but man that was my first time really in so far on the field like playing like actually practicing and um uh, man it felt amazing man just just saying that whole thing you know I try, i'm a guy that i don't like to get caught up in the fans and stuff but you know i couldn't help but just look around and just like appreciate the yeah, but the, the
3: energy for you considering how much the injury held you back last year right yeah. and then I mean,
7: this was like a relief, man. When I seen it, it's like, oh man, just fresh air. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. 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 Um is there a personal preference with the uniforms? Because fans get super
7: into it. For you, do you care? Oh yeah, I definitely care about the drip now. I call it the swag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely care about the Okay, we're so right what's now. what's
3: what's the go like if you if they said it <laughs> hey man, yeah, I definitely you get, care to, you get to pick one. Because usually it's picked by it's picked by marketing, right? Yeah. They, the marketing guys. Like ask you. Hey. If I'm I'm asked Derwin, all right, let's kinda go through it, right? You got the all whites, those are
7: clean. Yeah. yeah. that's that's icy though.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay, you could also do with the yellow with the yellow pants. Yeah. I don't know if you like those.
7: No, I, I, I like those. Okay, you don't like those? I do. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, but I'm, yeah. not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna taint gonna the say. jury pool. Like, look, look. I, this me. Uh, this me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go gold, yellow pants, yes. with the baby blue and the powder blue, and we are gonna rock out. Uh, the the powder powder with blue the, with the yellow face mask. The yellow face mask is clutch. All, all, or the all navy, man. All navy's fire too, man. The all navy is it's a lot better. The all navy didn't
3: look good like on the internet, but then when you see it in person, it's it, really really yeah, good.
7: Yeah, with the blue face mask, it's it's nice. Navy face mask. So you you're all you have to have all the the face masks. The is visor, important as well. the visor, man. The face mask, the the cleats, the gloves, all of it got to connect. Okay, so then, so
3: if you go with the with the blue, do you go blue blue with the gloves and then white with the shoes? Like, t- take me through the what, how, oh, how you want to. Look. It's let's go all navy. What what do you wear with the, with the gloves and the shoes?
7: All, all navy. I'm going go yellow 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 to make it stick to make the trim pop. Yeah, see, I think you do that with all the colors though. Yeah, you, you, can, you can you can go all oh, yeah, but all white. I kind of like the blue sleeves with, with it a little more. The uh, powder uh, blue.
3: Um. I, mean, I, I can I can just tell by your level of excitement, but you got these preseason games. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you get through them? You know, football's not a game where you can play at 75. Yeah, you can't play at 75. So, But how do you get, how do you
7: get through them and, and get ready for week one? Man, c- continue to trust the preparation, man. And I, I say the biggest thing is making sure we're, we're recovering, making sure we're hydrated, just doing all the small stuff, you know, that's going to carry us a long way. And I feel like, man, I'm going to stay confident. You know, I I didn't face some adversity, but I'm not bubble wrapping. I'm not slowing down. I'm going to play football. All
3: right, man. We can't wait to see you back out there. Hopefully all iced out. I love those (laughs) all-whites. I'm I'm an all-white guy. I've always thought that's the cleanest look. For sure. Cleanest look there is. More (laughs) importantly, stay healthy. We'll see you week one. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, man. All right, uh, coming up next, that's Derwin James of the L.A. Chargers. If you missed Joey Bosa or if you missed um, uh, Brandon Staley, their head coach, who joined us last hour, you can download those. Go to foxsportsradio.com or uh, wherever you download our podcast on a daily basis. Just follow me on Twitter, at sure. I'll tweet those out, put this out in IG as, as well. Cam Newton and Mac Jones are both going to play in tonight's preseason game against the Washington football team, but does that – fuel Tom Brady. Six degrees, two degrees of Tom Brady. Find out what Colin Cowherd has to say, and I'll give you my thoughts as well. Upcoming next.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Doug Gottlieb's show, Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted 99% of the place in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Every day at this time, every day, we try and um, capture the essence of one of the previous shows on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... And now... <laughs> what does the Fox say? This was Colin Cowherd earlier today talking about Bill Belichick and his decision to play both his quarterbacks tonight in their first preseason game against the Washington football team. If you work for a company
8: for 20 years and you got them six rings, number one in merchandise sales, you got them on Sunday night football, CBS game of the week, almost every Sunday they were, they were the marquee game for a network or the league. For 20 years, you doubled the owner's net worth. Belichick had been fired. You helped make him the winningest coach. You couldn't get compliments. Then you leave, and the next two guys, one that's never had back-to-back winning seasons, and a kid who was the you know fourth quarterback taken this year, wasn't it? Like, like fourth quarterback of the, the five, everybody you know was – oh, he was the fifth. My bad. Oh, he's great. You can't believe how good he is. Oh, he's so smart. He's like Einstein. Elon Musk with a helmet. It's unbelievable. This is why I believe – Tom Brady's not going to play for Tampa one year, not two years, not three years, not four. Tom Brady, as long as he thinks he can win a Super Bowl, is just going to keep playing. He's going to say, honey, Giselle, just one more year. Tom Brady's got a chip on his shoulder from being drafted in the sixth round. He's still got that.
3: I, I don't really understand. I, I don't... I, what, what, does, what does Cam Newton and Mac? jones have to uh, i'm i'm struggling oh it's how long brady's gonna play like i again like we have a tendency to look at it and say result wise you know because tampa won it it continues to fuel he's gonna play forever the reality to it is all it takes is one nasty hit and all those feelings about playing till you're 60 years old go completely out the window right? Brett Favre wanted to play forever. He never wanted to sit out a game. And then all of a sudden he took a savage beating at the hands of the New Orleans Saints. Do you remember that? That's, that was where Bounty Gate uh, really got its kind of meat because they, they knocked him out of the game. Then a guy came over to the sideline, give him my money. Turns out that they were trying to, just like anybody, trying to end his, his day. Kurt Warner, when his career ended with the Arizona Cardinals, Kurt didn't want to hang him up. But his wife saw him take a savage beating and get his helmet knocked nearly off his head and his head knocked nearly off his neck. And she was like, we're good. Okay, we're good. That's the great Kurt Warner. And Tom Brady, they were 7-5. and five. They played four of the worst teams in the NFL. They got it going. Then they kind of survived the Washington football team, in the playoffs, and weren't great. And, yeah, they, they beat the Packers. They, beat, they ended up beating the Chiefs. Neither were healthy in their offensive line. But we, we, we do this thing where we, we come to the conclusion that Brady is awesome because they found a way to get one more stop against the Packers. I don't think Tom Brady's playing any more than one more year otherwise. At some point, his wife's going to go, That's, we're good. At some point, it takes one clean lick against him. And as much as it seems like an easy cinch, of course the Buccaneers are going to be back. They're probably better this year than they were last year because they're all on the same page. They've all seen success. They saw the turner, the corner being turned. They changed the offense to bit more Tom Brady, like all of that. But like, look, let's be honest. There, there was Tom Brady didn't remember what down it was. Tom Brady had three turnovers in the the second half of the. Uh, of the game against the Packers last year in the NFC Championship game. Like, he hasn't always been great. But, yes, it's also part of the reason you want to hold on to him is what New England's going through. It's what Buffalo went through for 20 years after they lost Jim Kelly. It's what the Dolphins have gone through ever since they, ever since they lost Dan Marino. Finding It's the same reason that the Packers drafted Jordan Love. Like, as hard as it is to find a guy, it's probably harder to find the next guy than it is to find the guy. The Bears have never found the guy. Go, go look. Go look through the Bears' starting quarterbacks. Jim McMahon was kind of a legend, but let's be, like, he didn't win that Super Bowl. Their defense was dominant. They had an incredible running game. They had sweetness. Like, uh, the offense was icing on top of the cake. So I I would love to sit here and go, like, this is some sort of confirmation that Tom Brady is the greatest ever because look what's going on in New England. But this happens most everywhere. You lose an all-time great quarterback. No one's ever argued his greatness. I'd point out that I thought New England did a great job last year winning seven games with that mess of an offense. Cam Newton couldn't throw, and they still found a way to win football games. Brady's been great, and he's taken this – He's gone from this underdog to—remember, Tom Brady, you go back two years ago, easily the most hated quarterback in the NFL. Everybody hated the Patriots. Everybody hated his arrogance, their arrogance, right? Now he's playing the underdog, everybody's against me, saying I'm too old card, and it kind of has won. It's worked. But you play that card too often. You play the bluff too often. Everybody knows it's coming. You're not the underdog. You're the favorite. And it was it was easy in New England because they managed everybody's egos. That's not how they roll in Tampa. What does the Fox say? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, we're live here at Chargers camp. Next hour, Keenan Allen's going to join us. Tom Telesco, uh, their general manager here of the Chargers, is going to join us. We have uh, audio of Deshaun Watson. Wait to hear what he said to some reporters at the camp today. And does Deshaun Watson not understand that he's Deshaun Watson? Plus, um, there's a saying I have for second opinions, right? Which is no one ever gets a second opinion on good news, right? No one ever. No one who wins the presidency says, "Hey, you know what? Let's go have a recount on this one. Let's let's do that. Let's let's make sure." I'm not really sure. Well, Dallas is getting a second look at Dak Prescott's shoulder. What did she mean to you? Find out next in the Doug Gottlieb Show.
0: work.
4: Zumo Play.